work Working on better versions of me Every day so I can become the person I'm trying to be I evolve Every day's another opportunity Getting right and eating good That ain't nothing new to me I thrive To be the strongest and the healthiest I can Yeah, it's all part of the plan What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Work Evolve Thrive podcast. I'm sitting here with Jen. We're coming off a New York City half marathon race weekend. We had a few of our very good friends participate in the New York City half. That's 13.1 miles starting in Brooklyn, ending in Central Park. And today we wanted to kind of talk about that, um, what it is and, and why chasing adversity is so important um, in our success and in our happiness. Uh, first of all, I want to say congratulations to Christina, Taylor, and Lauren for completing the race all in great times. I shouted them out on Friday because I ran um, a half just to in support of them, um, to struggle with them, to kind of motivate them and bully them to beat my time. And two of them did beat me, and two of them beat their goal of two hours at a 157. Um, that's like a nine, uh, uh, close to a nine-minute pace for two straight hours which is a lot now i'm going to shoot that to you because they challenged you <laughs> to run a half with them that's a hard no my friends and you immediately said no <laughs> no i said yes and i have been going out maybe once a week and running and gosh i maybe can go a mile and a half before i'm like f this this is not for me and then this past week, I got maybe um, two miles. And right when I finally decided to stop and walk, I texted both of them and I was like, it is absolutely not happening. I'm not a runner. I'm not running. This is not for me. It's a hard no. Mm -hmm. So you went on the Google and started researching why chasing adversity is so important. Why, mm -hmm. why chasing adversity outside of everyday life, right? We want to think about everyday life is hard. Getting up and going to work is hard. You know, life is just hard so when we tend to get alone we tend to chill tend to relax maybe we don't want to cook dinner because it's hard and inconvenient we don't want to wake up early and go to the gym because it's hard and inconvenient because life is already so hard so whenever it comes to ourselves we tend to chill and take it easy yeah but why is chasing adversity when we have our alone time so important i think <laughs> i don't know how to put it i feel like it's very easy to create excuses. It's very easy to have self-doubt as to why you can't do something and, and find the excuse for it. And so that's the prime example right there, to overcome the challenge, to overcome the self-doubt, just throw yourself in and do it. Just throw yourself in and do it, but why? Why, why do you think pushing yourself when you have alone time, when you have downtime, is important. Now, you've been doing 75 hard, which is hard. Mm -hmm. What do you think the adversity of that has done for you? Even the cold showers, throwing that in there. Well, and that's a very short period of time. It's what do you proven think that's done to me you? that I can do things that I thought I couldn't. Okay. Very simply. It's very simple. So, Jesse, this guy named Jesse Esler, um, if you don't know who Jesse, Jesse Esler is, he... 
um, started NetJets. He actually wrote and created that song, Go New York, Go New York, Go, at the Nick Games. He was like, he's no, the one who wrote and created that. No, I've never been to a Nick Game. Well, he's that, Go New York, Go New York, Go. <laughs> um, he started NetJets. He's, he's mar- married to the Spanx woman. The Spanx woman, Sarah Blakely. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching one of his talks one day, and he was talking about a Japanese term, the misogi. Mm-hmm. And this year, at the beginning of the year, there was a thing we all did at the beginning of the year. What was that? You needed something to for your year. A New Year's it? resolution. No, but what did you made us do it? You needed a word for the year. What's oh, your word yeah, for the yeah, year? Yeah. What's your I forgot about that. Yeah. Well well, you should remember it. Mine was connectivity. Connectivity. And have I you, feel like I have, have con- connected. I have definitely connected. Okay, you've connected. <laughs> all right. So we all think about things for the year. The misogi is a cleansing of the soul. Uh-huh. All right. It's a Japanese term where You go to these specific waterfalls and cleanse your soul, but it also has a physicality aspect. It's also challenging yourself physically. Okay. So it's doing something every year that pushes you beyond what you believe you are capable of. Mm -hmm. So like the girls did today, 13.1. Right now, you do not think you're capable of that. Right. Maybe at the beginning, Taylor didn't. Maybe at the beginning, Christina didn't. I know Lauren thinks she is because you already ran a marathon right but it's pushing your body further than you thought it was capable yeah and during that process you have to also understand the longest i've ever ran yeah. is like four miles yeah but it's not if that you that. can't run it it's that you choose not to put the work in to do it I, no, okay yeah you choose not <laughs> to put the work in to be able to do it okay you are capable anybody is capable right right and the idea of the misogi is okay what am I really scared to do? Maybe it's not that I'm not capable, but that I don't want to put in the work. So I'm going to challenge myself to that. Mm-hmm. And then it's the process of who you become in achieving it. And once you do achieve it, it's like a like a reborn pot process, a cleansing of the soul, something that pushes you through extreme adversity to change you and mold you and who you're trying to become. Um, I didn't really learn about this till a few years back, but that was the marathon for me. That was my jujitsu competition for me. That's the half Ironman I'm going to do this year. Something, oh, so you're saying it live that you're committing? So I'm committing something. I I, I <laughs> hate running. I like swimming. I like biking, but I absolutely hate running. Um, even I was talking to Karen at the gym before I ran on Friday. I just decided to to run the half. She's like, "Why do you do it?" I was like, "Cause I hate it." Mm-hmm. Right? It's can I mentally push that's me myself? public speaking. Yeah, it's mentally. <laughs> so maybe your misogi is a public speaking event. Yeah. Where can you find an event to talk to a few hundred people? Um, and it's conquering your fears to make you a stronger, more well-rounded person. Right. Right? Well, that I can say I have overcome adversity and, and have gotten very good at. Yeah. But it's got to be a grandiose thing for each year. So yeah. um, in a couple of challenges we've had, like... We had um, Chris. Chris went to hike the John Muir Trail in mm-hmm. California. That was his big thing. It was like a three-week hike in the most beautiful trails of California. A couple people went to Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Like that was their big thing. And it's not necessarily the thing that you're chasing. It's who you become and the experience that you're chasing. You know, you think about that word you for the year. You want to know what's crazy? Yeah. I'm thinking of all the things that I've talked to you about that I want to do. Like we want to do mm-hmm. Machu Picchu. Yeah. 
I want to do a triathlon. Yeah, and that's all like, <laughs> okay, this is what I want to do this year. Yeah. How do I prepare for that? How do I train for that? Not only my mind, but my body. Right. Like Machu Picchu is a big hike. Okay, you got to train for that. You got to backpack. You got to throw on a, a rucksack or weighted backpack yeah. and hike with it. You got to prepare. So once you get to the experience, it's easy. It's fun. It's enjoyable. It's comfortable. The 13.1 they just ran. Taylor trained, what she have, 80, 90 days. I don't know. She TikTok, follow her on TikTok. You find all the information. But once she ran today, she didn't, it wasn't that it was Well, a both death of them are preparing for preparing. Three, three, four runs so a week who, leading up to this. And who do you become during that preparation process? Right. Right? We're training our mind and body. A lot of us set goals for whatever. It's our job, our career, maybe our relationship, our finances. But we don't think about our mental health and physical health in those goals. Yeah. Like maybe it's I want to lose weight. Okay. Well, how do I get there? And, you know, when when you first think about these like races and events, like before I did triathlons and 5Ks, they're just something to do to kind of, something to do and hold you accountable. But once you get to the bigger events, they change you as a person. Mm-hmm. Like who are you becoming to be able to accomplish that? Yeah. Um, and it's My goal is still a triathlon. I know I could do it. Two, two of the three, I'm I'm great. Mm-hmm. Like, I could do... Really? Two oh. of the three? You oh. said you could have run two miles. <laughs> Shut up. I'll get there. I'll get there. I'll have no problem. The ru- the biking and the running, fine. The swimming, that's... I mean, you know, I won't even put my toes in, a lot, in the yeah. water. I mean, I bought the bathing suit and everything. Yeah, put my feet you, in the water, and, and I was like, out. F this. And I'm not water. doing it. Maybe you need a wetsuit. No, it's not about that. It's the fear of water. It's my issue with water. Yeah. Like, I just... Yeah, so it's it's that, tough. It's chasing adversity. There's the whole thing like if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Yeah, right. So it's creating those physical challenges daily. Uh, we were listening to Joe Rogan and um, Russell Brand before, and they were talking about just cold showers and saunas and being able to chase the hard things consistently. Well, I agree with the sauna. That's something I do very yeah. consistent. I'm, I'm very consistent with that. But it's even like those last few minutes where you're like, oh my God, I can't take yeah. it anymore. And then you're like, just five more minutes. Just sweat more. Just sweat yeah. more. But it's that The idea cold pu- shower though. It's, it's pushing yourself to do something time. you don't want to do mm-hmm. that builds the confidence. It's mm-hmm. overcoming yourself. Um, and they were talking about like the conversation within your mind. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. Just, just get in there, you bitch. Like push yourself to do it. And that's a, that's a perishable skill. That's something that we have to build, and if we don't work on it, it's going to go away. The cold shower sucks every time. Yeah. And you're like, just turn it colder. Yeah, but once you make like it that, a daily habit yeah. and you work through but the you, breathing of it, mm-hmm. the... But it's still the, hard. It's still hard yeah. to turn that knob. Yeah. It's And you don't, and you want to turn it back quick. And it's a mental conversation that you have to have. I find, right? do, you, do you find yourself like doing breathing exercise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not like a yeah. Wim Hof. And then it's like a... <laughs> <laughs> and after like 30 seconds, you're, you kind of adjust and it's okay. But then it's you feel good. Bad. Yes. But then maybe I'm, I'm cheating at it. Cause then once my five minutes is up, I then so like, go I, but I, that's I fine. You got through that five minutes, but think about that in the terms of we're trying to lose some body fat. Mm-hmm. We're trying to diet. That's a skill. You're in the shower, get it colder, get it colder. That cookie's in front of you. Don't eat that cookie. Don't eat that cookie. Yeah. It's training you to win that conversation. Well, I will say. If we're talking about overcoming adversity and and one way of doing it, staying disciplined, even now, like we're on phase one Mm -hmm. of 75 hard and we're, so technically we're what, 86 days in or something like that. And I still haven't 
cheated once with food. I've stayed really strong. And even this morning, like we we're in New York, we were in these bakeries and the and, and all the stuff that I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to try this. Or my kids were having that. And I just still have not given into it. So yeah. and, and that, to that me, I think is the result of the discipline. That's the result the of the discipline. But I also don't want that to like, push people away to like fear like you can't ever do anything it's been 90 days we haven't touched a sweet no but um, i think you listen to you how you feel like i yeah. i don't personally feel that i'm ready yet yeah i'm also not ready some we were talking about pizza the other day too like just have a pizza well i'm not i'm not quite there yet i'm not ready yeah. and it's not that i don't want pizza but i find it harder to come in here and sit with you and do this podcast i was like mm-hmm. we can't do anything till we finish the podcast like for me it's harder to to do my daily tasks than to avoid things. Yeah. Like avoidance is is easy. Right? Just don't just don't do it. It's not an option. Right. Right? Oh, you mean it's harder to check the box. It's versus. harder to check the boxes versus avoid something. Yeah. Like it's harder to take action versus avoid taking action. Like that's what we're doing anyway. We're avoid taking action. Avoid having the cookie. Just walk away from it. Mm-hmm. But now go cook yourself some spinach. That's much harder. Right, get up and take action is much harder. Get up and go in the cold shower is much harder. Yeah. Go up and go for the run is much harder because it's suffering. You're pushing yourself to suffer. You're pushing yourself to do something challenging. Yeah, that's why I think chasing adversity is so important because it's not avoidance; it's attack. Yeah, right. I have to attack my goals. So I'm signing you, up for a half marathon. I have to. I have like I can't just you show don't have up. A choice. You got to. Well, go let me tell train. you what. Let me let's okay. talk through this. So I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, now I've. One, I, I have a hard time running, so mm-hmm. I've already self-doubt. Two, I was told it's one of the hardest courses for mm-hmm. a half marathon. And then three, our, my travel schedule and our vacation and all of that gets crazy. And then I look at it like I'm going to be in Europe a week before the race. So I have all these like, were you a cheer? Were you a cheerleader? I was just going to say that. I Give have all e. these. <laughs> yes. Give me C. I have Give all these excuses. Give me this. Give me E. <laughs> okay, okay. Excuse. 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 I know. I have all these excuses. But this, and, this is what the normal person does. Like you yeah, create. Even I could simply say, oh, my, my back hurts. I hurt my ankle. Yeah. I rolled my ankle. I hurt my wrist. Whatever. Like I can find excuses as to why I don't want to do it. But then I need to figure out how how the hell do I get over that? For me, running is the best way to build mental toughness. Because every other stride, you literally say to yourself, "Fuck my life." Mm-hmm. Like, and if you're running for two hours, well, that's what Christina it's said like, to me. You're literally telling it's like, "Fuck me, this is hard. This is hard." Oh, actually, it's not that bad. So Christina, and then was ten strides later, me. oh my god, this is hard. This is hard. This is hard. And you go in and out of these mental waves. Well, Christina, who just yourself, ran it this morning, just one more step. was said step. it's a yeah. mental game, and I said you're you, like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's it's a physical game because I literally feel like mm-hmm. my body is breaking down after yeah. two miles, and right out of our driveway, there's slight, there's like a sneaky elevation, mm-hmm. and so it's like I'm going into this like odd hard part. So of course, like everything is just against yeah. me. And like the cool thing about running is it's just like take one more step. And I think there's this old fable. Um, it's like the fox, the hare, and the mole or something. And the horse and the little boy are walking through the woods. And the boy's like, we can't make it. I can't find my way through. Like I, we can't get out of the woods. Mm-hmm. And the horse says to him, like, can you take your next step? Yeah. Can you take, just take your next step and then we'll go from there. Take your next step, we'll go from there. And that's where like running is. It's like you can continue to move, just take the next step. Yeah. And it's doing that for for them today two hours just take the next step just take the next step and it teaches you like resilience like you just got to keep going yeah i was talking to someone today 
who said to me that, you know, they're starting a new eating plan. They've got like good commitments throughout the week that they're doing, whether it's, you know, journaling, meditation, breathing exercises, activities, whatever it is, but they're not ready to start let's say a program like 75 hard yet. And I feel like I give the great advice and I'm like, Oh, start slow, like create and make it habitual make it a part of your every day. Mm -hmm. And then when you feel like you're ready, then you turn it on. Yeah. But then it's like, I can't even take my own advice. I I find that same problem all the time. That's where like chasing adversity is so important. Yeah. Because it's a skill of learning to force yourself into doing things. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's a hard skill because we never want to do those things. Like my word this year was action. Just take action. I know like I want to do so much. And then sometimes I get sidetracked. Mm-hmm. And I then I hold myself back. Then I just want to sit down. I want to sleep in for another once, hour. <laughs> once, in, <laughs> once in your life. <laughs> once in my life. Even like today, we went to the marathon. I got up at... 4.30 so I could go get my workout in before we went so I didn't have to worry about it later like I just want to sleep in but nope you gotta you gotta do your shit yeah. and it's a skill that once you build it it reaps great benefits and rewards because it builds that we talk about self trust and self confidence yes I can do it mm-hmm. right I can control my own thoughts and my own actions and when we talk about like any kind of weight loss or fitness journey, it's control your controllables, control your environment. Yeah. And a lot of the environment we can't control is ourselves, right? So that's why chasing adversity, it's building that muscle. You start controlling yourself, right? We wake up, we go to work, work's hard. It's hard to go to work, but we have no problem going to work, right? We have yeah, no problem yeah, yeah. driving the kids to school. We have no problem taking them to all their activities around the world. We have no problem doing anything for everybody else. But then when it comes to ourselves, it's just like a pushback. Right. It's always that pushback, and it's like a separation from ourselves versus doing something embracing. for our, embracing yeah. ourselves. It's like this is my time. I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like it's my time. I just want to chill on the couch and watch Netflix. It's my time. I just want to scroll on social media. So our time we spend wasting on other things versus focusing on ourselves. Like I get it's my time. Go for a massage. It's my time. Go get your nails done. It's my time. Better yourself. And a lot yeah. of times. It's not just comfort. It's chasing adversity. So when real adversity comes, you're 100% prepared for it. Mentally, physically, spiritually, you're prepared because when it's your time, you constantly chase that adversity. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's it? That's it. That's all That's all we got to say is get up, do something that challenges you. I even think Goggin says you should do something that's hard every single day. But I also think it's don't, Make it realistic as well. Like, don't say... Well, start where you're at. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like, you've never ran more than 400 meters. You can't say all of a sudden, I'm going to go run Uh a half marathon. Like, take it in stride. do a 5K. Walk a 5K. Right. That's like, we we could even go back into you. You're you're, uh, on a run a half marathon, right? Can you walk... I don't want... Let's be clear. I don't want to run it. I've been summoned to run it. (laughs) So, okay. Can you walk for two hours? Oh, for sure. Why can't you run a half marathon? I can. You could jog and walk. So that's where it comes to you don't want to versus you can't. Yeah. You could walk 13 miles. Oh, for sure. Go walk up right now and you'd be fine. But I also, I think it's also one of those things like if you're doing a marathon and maybe this is just like the perfectionist in me, like 
you're not meant to stop and walk. Like, mm. you're meant to, like, run the race. See, and I think that's where I avoid those things mm-hmm. because I don't like the big crowds. I don't like external expectations. Well, so I said to uh-huh. you today at the race, I was like, oh, do you wish you would have done this? And you're like, I don't need, like, I don't need no, validation. I don't need validation and recognition, uh-huh. which I just is why want, you did it on your own. That's why I did it on my own. But I it's don't different. Like you also crowds. did, but you also did the, the full marathon. And like, I had you a, like, experienced it. I experienced it. it. My calves cramped really bad. And I think that had to do with anxiety versus the run, um, being surrounded by all those people and pushing a pace faster than I probably would have pushed. Um, and I had a very bad experience. Not so much on the distance of the run. I think the whole experience of the crowd and all that. And that's something that mentally I needed to deal with. I just don't like crowds. Even when it was over, I was like, let's get the hell out of here. I'm like, this is too much for me. Um, You know, I think that's me getting older and always looking for an escape uh, versus just embracing the experience and the culture. I'm like, how the hell I get out of here? Uh, I don't like that. So for me, I don't need those big, big crowds. And it's almost like I was thinking before, it's like, the harder the race gets, the less people show up. So maybe I gotta go for like a hundred mile race because there's only like there's only like a hundred people there. Yeah. It's not a big crowd. No. And you're not. There's not. Well, you're not running around a corner. When you do your uh, your Ironman. Yeah, Man. my Ironman. I just gotta figure out where. I don't know if I could swim in the Gator water. I wanted to do North Carolina, but I can't swim faster than Gators. And is there Gators in that water? I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> and that's 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 a fear. I don't know if I could conquer. Welcome to my water fear. Yeah, but. Your water fear is like pool. Like nothing's going to get you in the pool. <laughs> There's no creatures in the pool. You can it's swim laps water. in a pool. I won't even go in a bathtub. bathtub. Are you kidding? <laughs> she can't even go in the shower without the water coming up. She like has a panic attack. Be hanging from the shower head because the water's coming up. We have to change hotel rooms and stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so I guess the that's shit is real. But yeah, chasing adversity is a very, very important piece. But it's also an important piece for like uh, mental health and happiness. Yeah. Right? That's something that we don't tend to think about, that fitness exercise is the literal number one form of antidepressant and anti-anxiety medication. That is not talked about. Everyone wants to take a pill. Nobody wants to work out. Mm -hmm. I know those are like big terms, everyone and nobody, but... There's so many studies of how well fitness changes our biochemistry and neurochemistry. And the doing nothing and being slow and steady and not chasing adversity can lead to some depression. Yeah. Well, I also say too, and and I go back to 2020 where I think there was a moment where everyone was in like you know, a, a spotty, a spotty moment mentally, like, cause you know, you didn't really know what was happening. But for me personally, there were days where I just looked at you and I was like, so emotional. I was like, I just need to get the hell out of our home. Like I need to get off our property. I need to get away from people. I cannot be around anyone. And I felt like stuck. And you would say like, let's go hiking. Let's get into the woods. Like, and that's where we fell upon like some of the greatest, like little trails and moments of that summer that I think really helped me mentally and personally. And, you know, obviously we were able to bring the girls with us too. So that was a nice yeah. family moment. But being outside and exercising is the most underrated form of mental therapy, mm-hmm. right? It's not like we have to go outside and kill ourselves in a 30 mile run, um, do something that's really excruciating, hard. It's just getting outdoors and moving our body. That's what we're meant to do is move. Mm -hmm. We're, you know, 
two-legged animals that are meant to walk long distances for extended periods of time. And walking, for me, is my favorite form of exercise. And I literally walk every day unless I do a run or soon I'll start doing bike rides. But it's my favorite part of my day. Every yeah. single day is my 45 minutes of walk or an hour of walk. Just getting out, looking at the sun, looking at the trees, looking at the birds. Well, and just literally strolling. And grounding, too. yeah. Well, even so, like, I think if you're in a place where you feel, like, mentally challenged or whatever it is. Out, or you just separate. have to get outside mm-hmm. and move. Like, instead of laying down and taking a nap and, like, going and sulking, you have to get out and move. Yeah. So let's go back. We'll finish this up because we got some stuff to do. It's Sunday. I'm supposed to do my three things I learned, which I'll probably hit up later. But chase adversity. Chase something hard. Think about that misogi. Uh, misogi is a cleansing of the soul, doing something that's very, very challenging that pushes you. All right? Think about us all being on a fitness journey, uh, all being on a competing to be the best version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. What is something that inspires you? What is something that you dream about doing? What is something that you want to be fully capable of doing? Is that a Spartan race? Is it a 5K? Is it a, a swim across America or a biking event, a fundraising event? Paddling. A paddling. What is that for you that you want to do? Rock climbing. It could literally be anything. Um, what I would suggest is make something that you know you're fully capable of and then book it. I like to schedule around my birthday, something around my birthday. This year I'm turning 40. What is the thing going to be for me this Ooh. year? 40, big four up. <laughs> I'm over the half Ironman. Everyone says, why not a full? I don't really want to do all the training for a full. That is not something I desire to do. I don't want to train that much. Half Ironman I think is good. Full Ironman I probably will never attempt just from all the training. I'd like to do other things like Kilimanjaro or maybe the John Muir Trail or something like yeah. that. Versus waste, not wasting, spending. I'll go back to Africa anytime. Spending 10, 10 to 16 mm-hmm. hours on a workout. But what about like a Spartan race, Tough Mudder, anything like that? No, that, never again. Th- never again for <laughs> never me either. Again. Tough Mudder was probably uh, mud, mud, mud in places that six, shouldn't have been for, for like weeks. Six months. <laughs> I cleaning my ears was dirt. I was like, how is there dirt still in here? Gross. Six months later. But something for you. Um, and we're all in different levels, we're all in different places. And age doesn't matter, guys. If you're 50, 60, 70, 80, you could still push yourselves a little bit. Mm -hmm. The moment we stop looking for something to do, the moment we stop playing, the moment we stop growing, the moment we stop changing is the moment we start to regress and we start to die. So your age doesn't matter. You could still push yourself to do something. Um, I saw some 95-year-old woman running a 5K the other day. It's like, you, we're always capable. Don't let where you are today be an excuse of why you can't. Pick something that you can do this year, and then maybe next year it's something a little bit more difficult. But we should always be challenging ourselves so we're growing as individuals. Agreed. That's it? That's it. Good to go. Push yourselves. Chase okay. adversity. Get after it. And again, congratulations to Christina, Lauren, and Taylor on your half marathon. Amazing job. Well, we love you guys. Appreciate you. Ciao, ciao.